The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. To another edition, MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, April 3rd edition. We have a four-game early, nine-game late slate, and I'm just going to kick it off saying beware of the weather. At first look here on your early slate, Tampa Bay and the Yankees, they got rain off and on. It gets better as the night goes on, so maybe they hold this one out after yesterday's rain out. Who knows there? Uh, Seattle at the Giants, wind blowing out to center field, 10, 11 miles an hour. I've talked a lot last year. I know that park, and during the daytime, it does play a lot more lively than at night. And then Chicago and Cincinnati, wind's blowing out hard to left field in that game, but it's also got good chances of rain. So keep an eye on that. Maybe stuff will clear up, and we'll get some action in. But if you have a four-game slate turn into a two or a three, it'll definitely change things a bit. So keep an eye on that. On your evening nine-game slate, Philadelphia and the Mets, you know they got snowed out yesterday. Wind's blowing in at 10 miles an hour from right center. Chances of rain there as well, so keep an eye there. Washington at the Braves, blowing in hard from right center, about 13 miles an hour. And Texas and Oakland, blowing out hard to right center at 12 miles an hour. Uh, let's take a look at your totals. Royals, Tigers, 9. That is not on either one of these slates, so just be aware of that. But we got Rays, Yankees at 8. Mariners, Giants, 8.5. Red Sox, Marlins, 7.5. Cubs, Reds, 8.5. That's your day slate of action. White Sox, Jays, 9. Phillies, Mets, 8. Nats, Braves, 9. Cardinals, Brewers, 9. Orioles, Astros, 9. Dodgers, D-backs, 7.5. Rangers, A's, 8.5. Indians, Angels, 8. Rockies, Padres, 8.5. So a little bit better than yesterday. We do have a lot better pitching as it's ace day on the mound. We're getting back to some of those opening day starters, kicking things off. And uh, we'll look at this four-game slate real Real quickly for you here is it's, um, yeah, not going to be good, especially if there's rain outs. But your top price guy is Chris Sale at 12-9. He dealt at Tampa Bay, as we expected. He's got an even better matchup at the Marlins. The Marlins have been really good, or better than expected. You know, I, I said it yesterday. You got Brian Anderson's got pop against lefties. You know, Brenton, Cameron Maben, and a couple other options there. But this is Chris Sale. Strikeout upside's tremendous. He's 12-9. Cash games, he's like almost a must. GPP's hard to avoid as well. Just have to find your value where you can find it. We can find some later, I guarantee you that. 
after Chris Sale. You look at guys like Jordan Montgomery. Price dropped quite a bit. He's 8300 bucks today against Tampa Bay. Make sure the game plays, but very much in play. Again, good strikeout upside. He does limit hard contact. We'll give up home runs from time to time. Hopefully they are limited, but everything we talked about yesterday comes into play again today as they do have a low team total of about 3.7. Lefty's 285, righty's 297. So we definitely like some Jordan Montgomery today. After Jordan Montgomery, you look at Chris Archer in a GPP, 8100 bucks on the road against Tampa Bay or against the Yankees. We know Archer on the road isn't what we usually go for. We prefer him at home, but he still has a 29% strikeout rate. The Yankees strike out a ton. And they might hit a bunch of home runs, but they strike out a ton. So there's there's the the hit and miss game with Chris Archer. It could be a, a tremendous GPP play as many will not target him because he has that blow up potential. But you know. Um, Yankees team total is 4.3 lefties 326 righties 287 he does have a lot of upside in this matchup but uh, beware of the potential blow up with Chris Archer and then last but not least he's going to be a darling on this slate because it's A it's only 4 games and B everyone's going to use Chris Sale so your other most popular pitcher will be Ty Block at 6300 bucks. and I don't hate it because I can't vouch for any other pitcher here These are those are only 4 guys I would use uh, Ty Block, you know, not a huge strikeout guy. Pitched really well against the Dodgers, but in his career, he's pitched outstanding against the Dodgers and has sucked against everybody else. Keep that in mind. It's the home opener for the Giants, so at least Seattle. No DH of Nelly Cruz, plus he's hurt from slipping down the stairs. But uh, you have that to look into. Not a big strikeout guy, as expected. Does limit hard contact, so hopefully, can keep the ball in the ballpark, give you six innings or so, and keep you in the ball game. Uh, lefty's 261, righty's 350 off Ty Block, so. He would be your fourth option on this slate. So again, not a ton to like there. Chris Sale, Montgomery, if you can just make a lineup with those two, that's great, but you might get the rain out. You also got Chris Archer and Ty Block. If you go Chris Archer, you can probably get some uh, raised bats for cheap, so keep that in mind. Quick look at the bats, at the catchers. Uh, the, the Cubs will be chalk of the chalk, but you have to see if you can afford them if you're using Archer, or if you're using Chris Sale. If you go away from Sale, if you want to be weird, you go Archer Block, and then you can get all kinds of bats. And you know Wilson Contreras, forty six hundred bucks in the middle of that order. If the game doesn't get rained out for the Cubs, facing uh, Cody Reed, who gets just destroyed by right-handed bats, tons of power. He walks a ton of guys. Period. He has very bad control. You're going to get some Reds bullpen. I have a feeling in this one, so that's not the worst thing either. But when you look at Reed, he has a twenty one point five percent K rate, but a twenty four point one percent walk rate. He's got a 60.5% ground ball rate last year, but a 27.3% home run of fly ball. So as you can tell, it's boom or bust and a lot of busting with Mr. Reed. Cubs team totals 4.6, lefties 256, righties 367 off of Reed last year. So a guy like Wilson Contreras at 4600 bucks is very, very tasty. Uh, you go down a little farther, you got guys like um, Buster Posey. He's in there at 3600 bucks. Uh, Give him a look if you want. Marco Gonzalez, left-handed pitcher for the Mariners. So Posey at 36, first-base catcher eligible. Could be a nice little, quote-unquote, look at value in that matchup. Outside of that, you you see what catchers kind of pop up in lineups because, you know, the Boston duo of Leon or Vasquez, $29,800. bucks. that can give you some savings. Say Nick Hundley cracks the lineup with the lefty on the mound for the Giants. Nick Hundley, $2,700. Does open things up a little bit for you there. Um Again, Wilson Ramos talked about him yesterday. He's 2,600 versus Jordan Montgomery. I don't hate that at all. And that's kind of already hinting at how you can get some cheaper bats with the Rays. You can maybe go Rays, Cubs, Stack, sprinkle in some other bats. If you go Archer and Block, stuff like that. It's the way you're going to have to mix and match. If you want to be really weird, you go Archer and 
uh, one of these other guys. I just don't t- trust John Lester as far as I can throw him. He'll have some good starts, but I can't trust him at all. But, uh, yeah, check the rest of your lineups because there's a good chance. I mentioned um, Tucker Barnhart as a good option yesterday. But going up against the lefty in, um, in Lester, you might get uh, Stuart Turner or someone else coming to bat for the Reds as a value play as well. First base position, you know, Rizzo crushes lefties, 5,100. Joey Votto, 43 as well. He's been just fine when you look at his whole career period against whoever he faces. But when you look at him versus um, John Lester, I thought he did pretty well in his career. He's hitting 273, 9 for 33, three doubles, a triple, and a home run. Six runs batted in, so not too bad. Decent sample size there. With him, I already mentioned Posey. Uh, Ryan Healy hasn't really done anything this year, but he's 3,900 versus uh, Ty Block. Something to keep an eye on there with some power when blowing out in that matchup. Those are the kind of games to stack on a short slate to differentiate yourself. Uh, farther down you go, you're going to get below the 3K, kind of see who's out there. Uh, CJ Cron at 2,900 if you're fading Montgomery. Not a bad play, as we mentioned yesterday, on the value side of things. Second base, Javi Baez, 4K is not horrible. Uh, Robbie Cano at 37, I don't hate that either. Uh, farther down you go, a guy like Neil Walker, 33 versus Archer, not shabby. A lot of rough matchups here at second base that I don't even feel comfortable really gambling on. A lot of lefty-lefty matchups that don't look appetizing at all. So uh, maybe see if the lineups open up or you might be paying up for one of the big boys. Third base, Chris Bryant at 53 is a great play, of course. Rafael Devers at 39 can be sneaky nice. Um, I like the Reds versus John Lester. Eugenio Suarez crushes left-handed pitching. He's 3400 bucks. That's why I hope this game doesn't get rained out because that wind blowing out in that small Great American Small Park, this could be a, a just a, a dynamite game to stack both sides of. Uh, everyone's going to be stacking the Cubs, so I like the Reds as well. And uh, Eugenio Suarez at 3400 big-time bat against left-handed pitching. Um, against John Lester, he's hit 296, 8 for 27, three doubles and two home runs. So I don't hate that at all. Look at a guy like Evan Longoria getting off to an ice-cold start, has zero hits on the year for the Giants. He's 3,400 versus the lefty Gonzalez. We know he does hit um, really, really well versus left-handed pitching in his career. So as you can tell, third base definitely has more options than usual. Kyle Seager's okay versus lefties at 34. I don't mind that. Guy like Matt Duffy for Tampa Bay. He's been leading off a lot, so he could be at the top of that order against Montgomery at 3,200 bucks. Chance to get on and make a little noise there. So little things like that to differentiate yourself. It's small slate. You have to get weird. If you're going to pick on Chris Sale, Brian Anderson in the middle of that order, he went ding-dong yesterday. He's $2,600. I think there might be better ways to save money, but if you want to be really weird and stand out, Brian Anderson at 26, not the worst thing you can do. A little bit shortstop, Xander Bogarts at 44, coming off a great start to the year. I don't hate that. Addison Russell does hit lefties well. He's 4,200 versus Reed. He always gets overlooked in that kind of Contreras, Rizzo, Bryant side of things. Uh, you got Didi Gregorius off to a great start at 4,100, so not bad there. Gene Segura, 33, hits lefties well. Top of the order versus Ty Block. That is a massive discount on Gene Segura. There were points last year where he was over 4,500 bucks, so not a bad price tag there at 3,300 either. Uh, B. Craw for the Giants, not bad versus lefties, especially at a $2,900 price tag. You get a definite savings there. Uh, a misprice here, in my opinion, Eduardo Nunez, second base shortstop, 2800 bucks against against Mr. Urena definite value there that should almost be chalk right there um eduardo nina should be in a lot of lineups at 2800 bucks he you know offers happen but 
that's too cheap for the upside he can give you. Outfield, you know, you got Giancarlo, Judge, always chance for homers. Mookie Betts hit his first home run yesterday, so he's not bad either. Got to switch hitting Ian Happ if he's at the top of the order at 4,900. Not horrible. Um, J.D. Martinez, 47. Yeah, Benintendi, 43. These are your usual suspects. You could have a guy like Brett Gardner, only 39 versus Archer, hit leading off for the Yankees. I do like that quite a bit with some power upside in that ballpark. Um, D. Gordon at 35. Yeah, it's okay. Not the best thing in the world, but like Andrew McCutcheon versus a lefty at 34. These are some really bad prices by DraftKings. I know these guys aren't lighting the world on fire, but Mitch Hanniger has had an amazing start to the year. He's already got a couple homers on the year. He's only 3,400. I might be stacking this Giants-Mariners uh, game just because it's cheap and you can get guys that you know can outperform their price tags. And then you can go sail in Montgomery or sail in Archer and still fill in a, a couple of the big bats in there and make this really interesting. I'm going to have to build some lineups and see how it looks. But you know, Adam Duvall crushes left-handed pitching, absolutely crushes it. We know he can strike out four times in a game. Same time, big, big upside here going up against John Lester. He's hitting 280 on his career, 7 for 25 with a double and a home run. He's only 3300 bucks. That is ridiculously cheap for the kind of production you can get there. So, yeah, DraftKings uh, dropped the ball on this early slate. Um, Albert Almora Jr. hits lefties very, very well, likely leading it off for the Cubs. That's what he did in the last time they faced a lefty, 3200 bucks. Another guy that most will flock to, though, because they'll see the Cubs. That's why you can differentiate by going Duvall or Hanager or – um, McCutcheon, but I don't hate Almora at all. So there is definite there. If Billy Hamilton cracks the lineup, I know it's a big if and it's not ideal when he's at the bottom of the order, but if he's there, Lester can't hold runners on. So B. Ham at 3,100, maybe it's that one day where he gets like two or three singles because if he does that, he'll steal three to four bags and it'll it'll just set you up at 3,100 bucks. You know, beware for the letdown, especially hitting towards the bottom of the order. It just kills you. But keep an eye on that again. I keep mentioning it, and I have to harp on it. Four-game slates, these small slates, you have to be different. If you just want a minimum cash, keep it safe. That's totally fine, and I don't hate it at all. Minimum cash is all year. You'll make money. If you want to go for the gusto, you have to be different. You have to expect zeros to happen, and just, you know, you lost your money that day. But to hit the big stuff, you have to take gambles. And a guy like Billy Hamilton, ideally towards the top of the order, but even in the middle of the back, is a massive gamble that could pay off in, like, just diamonds. Uh, other than that, Carlos Gomez versus a lefty at 3,100 is okay. I'd almost rather gamble on Billy Hamilton, but I see the difference there. Uh, Hunter Pence at 29, really, really cheap. Austin Jackson leading off versus a lefty at 29. See two Giants, really cheap there. Uh, Lewis Brenton, I loved him yesterday. Got me a couple base knocks. He stays hot. Not stealing yet, but he will. 2,900 for sale. I'd probably go Pence or Jackson. Uh, I'll pick my gambles elsewhere, but I, I see the upside there. So I know I went pretty deep on this uh, early slate, deeper than I wanted to, but I wanted to kind of emphasize, I didn't even hit on them all. There are more. There are a lot of mispriced guys here that just the upside can out outdo these values big time. And I, I like that on these slates. It makes it, it different. Now the crappy part is we might have one or two rainouts, and that just changes everything we just talked about. But until then, let's hope it pays off big time and we make some cash, and let's get ready for the nine-game main slate. Before we do so, let me talk to you about Draft, our new, one of our good, good sponsors. Great, great new way to play fantasy sports. If you haven't tried Draft, try it out. Go to Draft.com or check it out on your app store at Draft. Great way to play fantasy sports. Um, of course, it's baseball season. Tons of options there, but they have basketball, football when it's going, hockey, golf, the Masters. They have some great Masters tournaments. Uh, check it out. You do five golfers in, in Masters. Different ways to draft. You have the head-to-heads, three-man, six-man, eight-man's. Uh, there's the carryover tournaments, 
There's dream teams. They're the same in baseball. Lots of great stuff. You draft. You're done. Drafts take less than five minutes. You get paid the next day unless you're in the, the carryovers and you win. It's a great way to play. Baseball, it's one pitcher, two infielders slash DHs, two outfielders. Or you can. There's different types of tournaments you can play where it's all, all bats, all pitchers. Um, the one that I've started to like more because, you know, if you listen to this podcast, you get the deeper bats we talk about, deeper player pools we talk about. You can play expert drafts. And it's not experts as in, you know, you're facing, you know, the, the big quote-unquote touts of the world. No, it's, it's just changes it. It shows your knowledge of the, the player pool, and it knocks off, like, the top five guys. So you want to have, like, a Harper or a Trout to easily pick off of. you got to dig a little deeper. And, 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 you know, maybe you take, you know, Chris Owens last night or A.J. Pollock or something like that, make it a little different. And you, you catch big that way. So check it out. Use promo code SD Sports. That's the important part about this whole long blabber fest. SD Sports gets you free entry into a $3 tournament. And that'll get you started, get your juice flowing. Make your first deposit. Use promo code SD Sports and check it out. I absolutely love it. Um, they are really, really fun to play. And I said super quick and easy. I preset my rankings and like I'm having my cup of coffee in the morning. And then every time I have a tournament, I just boom, my rankings pull up. I rock and roll. It's a lot of fun. Uh, check it out, again, on Draft.com or in the App Store. And if you don't like it, they'll refund up to $100 and call it good. So check them out, Draft.com, App Store Draft. Use promo code SD Sports and get it in while you can. Now let's talk nine-game slate. And I already mentioned there's a rain chances in New York and Philly. We've got some wind issues that are good and bad in some other ballparks. And we got some very, very interesting pitching to pick from tonight. Up top, you got three guys over 10K. I'm going to say it right now, I like Chase Anderson overall as a pitcher. We saw what St. Louis's bats have done the last few days, and I think that's going to be a trend this season. Their bats are really, really good. Maybe not tonight, but in that ballpark, I'm going to pass on a five-digit Chase Anderson. Maybe some other time. But we do have Clayton Kershaw leading the way at 12-2 at Arizona. Clayton Kershaw coming off a great start against the San Francisco Giants. Um, overall in his career, he's had rough, rocky numbers in Arizona. Uh, he's still really, really good. It's been hot. The winds are the, the roof's been open, so the humidor's effect's not been as good. If you look at this team that he's facing as a whole, they haven't hit him well. 203 average, two homers, and 138 at bats. So that's not great. So if you want Clayton at 12 2, knock yourself out. Obviously, a big time strikeout upside guy. Um, K rate of almost 30% last year. Limits the hard contact. You know Clayton Kershaw. We don't have to go on and on and on. Lefty's hit 308, righty's 245. So if you want to use him at 12-2, knock yourself out. I'll be looking at Justin Verlander at 11-6, coming off a great opening day start. Um, you know, that K rate of almost 26% last year is a fly ball guy, which is slightly concerning. But that Baltimore offense, we saw Charlie Morton shut him down as we wanted. They have the second lowest slate outside of the D, or team total outside of the D-backs on this slate. Lefty's 304, righty's 267. We know the Baltimore Orioles can strike out in bunches. So give me some Justin Verlander at 11-6. I'll take him over Clayton Kershaw just to save a couple bucks tonight. Drop down below $10,000. You got Zach Godley at home against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Dodgers offense has been up and down, and it got going last night, uh, more so against the bullpen than the starting squad. They had that first big inning versus Taiwan Walker, but he kind of settled in and pitched okay. Uh, Zach Godley's got better stuff than Taiwan Walker. Strikeout rate of over 26% last year. And the part I love, even in this big ballpark, that's why he pitched pretty well here last year. Ground ball rate of 55%. So a lot's like there was Zach Godley. Uh, Dodgers team total is around four. Lefties 285, righties 285 last season. 
So Godley at 9K, if you don't want to pay up, I have no problem starting there. It's it's always dicey taking a picture in Chase Field, especially the way uh, the, the, the climate still sits. So be careful, but I don't mind Godley at all at $7,000. You want to go a little cheaper, look at a guy like Kyle Freeland, left-handed pitcher for the Colorado Rockies, not pitching in Colorado because we saw him last year in his rookie season. Pitched really well on the road, struggled at home, of course, and he's not a huge K guy, less than 16% K rate last year with a 54% ground ball rate. Limits hard contact. Lots of things you do like to see against the Potters offense that, you know, they're not going to be as bad as they've been in the past, but they're still not great. A 4.2 team total. Uh, lefty's hit 320, righty's 345 off of Freeland. So he's 8200 bucks. Sure, he's a gamble, but uh, I do like what he had last year. Okay spring and um, did pitch much, much better on the road. This, this Padres team hasn't seen him a ton, so it's kind of tough to tell how they'll see him. But 8200 bucks for Freeland. I wish the K upside was better, but he's definitely not a horrible option. J.A. Happ, 7900 bucks. Another guy that had a really good opening day start against the Yankees of all teams at home. Against the Chicago White Sox, who do hit lefties well. Jaime Garcia left-handed shut them down last night. So maybe J.A. could do the same. K rate of almost 23% last year. Decent ground ball. Everything was really good with J.A. Happ. Always overlooked, always underrated. It's just one of those gamble picks because he could be lights out. They have one of the lower totals on the slate around four. Lefty's 236, righty's 317. The White Sox do send a lot of righties to the plate. A lot of righties. Abreu, Davidson, Avisil Garcia, Tim Anderson. Uh, let's not forget uh, Mr. Beef Wellington, who I told you about yesterday. He double donged yesterday. And there's others. There's a, they're a very righty-heavy team when they want to be. So there's a lot to like there with them. But, you know, J.A. Happ could throw a gem like Garcia. He could get hit. It makes it a GPP play more than a catch game play at 79. But the upside's really, really good there because the White Sox can strike out quite a bit in that matchup. Farther down you go, you look at guys like, um, in the same matchup, Miguel Gonzalez. That Toronto offense is not going to be that good. It'll have its days. It'll be okay from time to time. But as a whole, not great. And uh, Miguel Gonzalez, not the best pitcher in the world, not a huge strikeout guy, about 15% last year. But he does the rest of the things well. Not a big fly ball guy, limits hard contact, all the things you want to see. The Jays do have the second highest total on the slate around five. Lefty's 360, righty's 314. So if you want to avoid Marco, that's fine. There's some guys below 7K that I do like, but... He did put together some nice quality starts last year, and he's in a really good matchup against a Jays team that's offense just hasn't clicked yet, and I think it's going to not click way more often than it will this year. Going below $7,000, you get to a guy that let us down by one pitch last time out, one pitch, and he's still only 6500 bucks. and I will take that hanging bait, and I will go right back to him. I'm talking Garrett Richards at 6500 bucks. This guy is a ace of a staff. And he does not get the respect he deserves. I know he's facing the Cleveland Indians, who are a very good offense. You saw him put up five, six runs last night. Um, but they're really not as good as – they're getting disres- – Richard's getting disrespected. It is the third lowest total on the slate. The Indians at a three seven seven have the third lowest total on the night slate. And Garrett Richards is 6500 bucks. Lefty's 219, righty's 220. Literally, he had two outs – and he gives up a two-strike hanger to Chris Davis. If he doesn't give up that two-strike hanger, he gets you like five shutout innings, and he might go out for a sixth, and everything changes. He's got strikeout upside of 25% last year, great swinging strike rate, a ground ball rate of over 54%, low hard contact, low home run to fly ball. Again, I know the Indians' offense is good. They can hit anybody. 
but Garrett Richards at 6500 bucks is too darn cheap. And I will go back there, especially facing Josh Tomlin. So the Angels are a great stack against Tomlin. We'll get into that later. But Richards at 65 price mistake, DraftKings. Uh, if you want to take some more gambles, you got guys like Jack Flaherty. 6K, I really like this kid's stuff. He does have tendency to hang things, but he also has big, big strikeout upside. So $6,000 against a Milwaukee team that we know strikes out a lot. Might not as much this year at the additions of Christian Yellick and Lorenzo Cain. They still have a lot of guys that will strike out. They have the third highest total on the slate of 462. Lefties 448, righties 266. So there is cause for concern. But I mentioned him because he's $6,000. If Flaherty was eight to 9000 we wouldn't be talking about him. But at $6,000, he does become a punt option. Look what Bartolo Colon did last night. These punt options, I don't always name all of them. But the ones I name... I will tell you right now, if you keep a running tab on the season, we'll outperform the DraftKings value more often than not. I, I I really like my punts when I use them, and they do blow up from time to time. But as a whole, things look pretty well. Trevor Williams the other day worked out pretty well, and there's been other ones on those levels. So uh, Jack Flaherty as a whole, we'll be on him a lot this year unless something just drastically happens horribly. It is a tough park to pitch in in Milwaukee with a potent offense. But even you saw Miles Mikolas. He gave up a home run in the fifth to give up four runs. Other than that, he pitched really well with strikeout upside. So Flaherty at 6K, not a problem at all. Last but not least, 5600 bucks. Tyson Ross wants a phenom or a potential phenom for the Padres. He scuffled with the Texas, got injured, scuffled. He's back, had a huge spring for the Padres. Really, really good stuff with Tyson Ross. It's suspect, but it is Colorado, and it's in San Diego. So if you want to take a chance at 56, I'd rather take the chance at 6K with Flaherty, but I still see the upside with Ross. Only a 4-3 total of Colorado middle of the pack um, in this matchup. He's a big sinker ball guy, not a huge strikeout guy. So it is dicey. No questions about it. But he does have some upside at 5,600. So let's recap your pitching up top. I got Verlander, Kershaw in the middle. I got Godley, J.A. Happ, Kyle Freeland, Marco Gonzalez. Down below, Garrett Richards, Jack Flaherty, Tyson Ross. That's where we're rocking and rolling on the mound. Let's take a look at your bats on this nine-game slate. Uh, you started off, you know, Gaddis is Gaddis, but uh, Yasmani Grandal versus Godley at 38, not bad at all. Don't hate that. But you slide down a little farther. You got guys like Beef Wellington still 3400 bucks versus a lefty and half. Uh, don't expect a double dong every time he's out there, but we know how well he does hit lefties. Let's keep him in mind. Uh, Russell Martin, he went deep yesterday. He's 3K. Could be in for another decent night. Other than that, you're going to have to check your lineups because it's really bleak. If Alfaro cracks the lineup, he's 29 versus Harvey. That doesn't suck by any means. Um, but, you know, uh, Hedges got scratched last night, so AJL has got to start at 2,600 versus Freeland. If Ellis starts again, I don't mind that at all. That's got some decent upside there. Uh, Jonathan Lucroy versus Cole Hamels. I could take a look at that. Uh, he's 3,300 bucks, so... Check your lineups. There'll be some mixing and matching. But uh, last night, I, I jumped on Pedro Severino. He looked very, very tasty to me in that matchup against a lefty. And he turned out well. We got uh, Taher on, on the mound tonight. But uh, with Weeders out, you got Severino, and they'll have another option they called up. But if Severino cracks the lineup, I didn't see where he was at. You got, oh, Miggy Montero. Ooh, that could be really nice. If Miggy Montero's in the line, that left-handed bat versus Tejeron at 2100 bucks. keep an eye on that one. Miggy's that guy that can hit a couple bombs a night, or he can just let you down for 2100 bucks. 
That could be very, very, very sneaky. So keep an eye on Miggy Montero at 2100. First base, the usual suspects. You got Freddie Freeman going up against A.J. Cole. I pray Washington and Atlanta. The weather's coming in, or the wind's coming in. Hopefully it scares people off because these are two bad pitchers, or usually bad pitchers. A.J. Cole um, gives up the long ball quite a bit. The Braves team total, 4-5. Lefties, 4-14. Righties, 268. So Freddie Freeman, needless to say, is a very good play at 46. Uh, Abreu at 44, I don't hate it. Carlos Santana against Harvey. Watch the weather there at 43. Watch the temperatures, too. When it's really cold, the ball obviously doesn't fly as well. So keep an eye on some of that. Matt Davidson at 42. We talked about his first base, third base eligible versus Hap. Um, Eric Thames, when ding-dong yesterday's 4,100 could be in play versus Flaherty. We talked about you know, Flaherty's upside. Same time, lefties hit 448 off him last year. Righty's 266. So keep an eye on a guy like Eric Thames at 4100 bucks Could bring back a nice return. Uh, Yonder Alonzo went deep yesterday. If you want to fade Richards, he's 39. Jose Martinez, 38. Don't hate that at all. Joey Gallo, first base outfit eligible. Having a pretty good start to the year. Hitting out of that two-hole facing Kendall Graveman. 3800 bucks there when you're talking Graveman. Lefty's 298, righty's 365. So keep that in mind. Marvin Gonzalez went deep yesterday. The Baltimore Orioles are sending out Mr. Wright. It is a horrible, horrible thing. It's the reason why the Astros have the highest total at 5.36. Mike Wright is not good. Lefty's 3.92, righty's 3.28. Marvin Gonzalez went deep yesterday. First base outfield eligible at 3,600 bucks. Definite value there at 3,600. Like that a lot. Uh, Matt Carpenter at 35 could be a very nice cheapie there. He hits well in Milwaukee in his career. Facing Mr. Chase Anderson again, lefties 268, righties 291, so kind of a reverse splits there. But Carp not horrible at 3500, some upside indeed. Farther down you go, if you want to get weird, you know Albert Pujols versus Josh Tomlin at 3400 bucks. When you look at the Angels, uh, lefties 346, righties 335 off Tomlin last year gives up a lot of home runs, a lot of home runs. So Pujols will be owned by no one at 3400 bucks. Could be a gamble worth looking at. Uh, see if Matt Adams cracks the lineup. 3,200 versus Tehran. Lefties versus Tehran. Big deal. Adams first base outfield eligible. Farther down you go, you can pick your poison. See maybe Kendris Morales cracks the lineup at 3K. Valbuena 3K. So on and so forth. There will be some more value that probably pops up. Second base position, Jose Altuve at 51 is always in play, regardless of who's pitching pretty much. I literally mean that I almost don't care who's pitching. Maybe Chris Sale, maybe Kershaw, maybe. Altuve's that good. And I almost want him more against those pitchers because no one else is going to use him. Uh, Jose Ramirez at 45, okay. But then you drop down. Got guys like Yohan Moncada, who hits well from the right side. Jason Kipnis at 4K, if you're fading Richards, could be interesting. Uh, Cesar Hernandez at 38, I do like quite a bit. Ozzy Albies, though, this is my guy. As long as they're going to price him like this, again, we already talked about uh, the Braves lineup, you know, four or five total lefties, four fourteen off of AJ Cole. You're getting Ozzy Albies hitting second before Freddie Freeman. He gets on, he can steal bases, has power. He's thirty six hundred bucks. That's the guy you're playing. You're plugging Ozzy Albies in unless you're paying up top. That's just how it's going to go a lot. Unless, well, there's a couple other guys you could look at below Albies, but he's almost where I start on the second base position most nights. It's just it's too hard to pass that up. Um, Obviously, he's going to have his zeros. That's what I have to always preface. So if someone starts hitting me up saying, hey, you said this guy's a must play. It's baseball, people. It's freaking baseball. If you're one for four, you're having a good night. Just remember those things. Uh, Jed Lowry had a good uh, big double for us last night. He's 3400 bucks switch hitter. Azrubal Cabrera, again, if he's leading off, 
3,300 versus uh, Ben Lively. I like that a lot. That's value there if you don't want to use Albies. As Drupal Cabrera at 33 does have a nice return. If you want to play GPP Home Run Derby, where all you're looking for is guys with home run upside, Ruggi Odor at 33 is definitely in play at that price tag. Farther down you go, see where Colton Wong is hitting in the order. I'm not a big Colton Wong fan, but for 3K against Anderson in that ballpark, he gets my attention. Other than that, maybe a Ryan Flaherty. Young Harvest Solarte let me down yesterday. It was still 2800 bucks too cheap for a cleanup hitter in that ballpark with his upside. I do like that. Uh, Scott Kingry at 29 I like as well. So there's some definite sub-3K value at the position. And Kingery and uh, Solarte, second base shortstop eligible. Third base, you know, Arenado at 46, always worth a look. Machado at 45, not horrible. Even though it is Verlander still, you know, the power upside is there with Machado and will be low-owned. Anthony Rendon, I loved him yesterday. He got like seven points. Better versus lefties and righties, but still 43 is not horrible. Tejeron is pretty good versus right-handed bats, though I will be honest with you on that one. Washington's got about a 4-5 total. Lefties 338, righties 319 versus Tejeron. Uh, Josh Donaldson went deep yesterday. He's 4200 bucks. Maybe he's starting to feel a little better. Mentioned Matt Davidson. Travis Schott, 42, had a nice day yesterday. Not bad in the middle of that order versus Flaherty. Again, lefties versus Flaherty is not a bad look. Matt Chapman went deep again yesterday, and I love him again at 3600 That's why you can pay up for some pitching. I might try to make a Kershaw-Verlander lineup because I'm finding some mid-threes and low guys I like. Um, Chapman, 3600 bucks. Cole Hamels, bad at baseball. We saw him as opener. His velocity's down. That wind is blowing out in Oakland. Uh, Oakland's total is 4-5. It's like the fifth, sixth highest on the slate. Lefty's 215. Righty's 324 off Cole Hamels last year. Chapman at 36 is a dong of the day candidate indeed. like that quite a bit. Farther down you go, you guys like Tim Beckham. Nah, not for Verlander. Mentioned Valbuena at 3K. Kingery at 29. Second base, third base, not shortstop. So check your lineups there. Some upside, but man, Chapman at 36. Tough to pass you. Chapman at 36. Albies at 36. There's value on the slate. Shortstop. Check and see if Correa's in. He effed me and many others yesterday by having a big toe injury he didn't want to let anybody know about after he got hit and he played he stole a base after he got hit by a pitch that next day he tells the reporters he's fine and he yanks after like the first inning trey turner at 4800 bucks he let off for adam eaton don't think it's going to be a regular thing lindor at 44 could be a sneaky play versus richards if you're fading him zach cozart good career history versus tomlin and he's off to a very very hard hot start doesn't get used by anybody so zach cozart at 44 could be a nice play tonight Corey seager at 4k not bad tim anderson 3900 j.a hap is in play if you're fading hap paul the dong double donged on sunday goes yard yesterday mentioned the reverse splits by chase anderson 3700 bucks again basically mid-priced mid three guy here Paul DeYoung at 3700 bucks, definitely in play. A guy I love also, Marcus Simeon, crushes left-handed pitching his career for the A's, $3,600 versus Cole Hamels. Keep him in mind. So good options here, as you'd expect. Um, you know, there's going to be some cheapies that pop up. Anderton Simmons, 3200 is not bad at all. Ahmed Rosario at 3100 could be worse indeed. Check lineups. There's going to be some good options here. Damsby Swanson, $2,900. He's swinging it well. Again, on Harris Alarte at $2,900. If Chad Pender cracks the lineup, he hits lefties really, really well. He's had a couple homers, I believe, off Hamels. He's outfield shortstop eligible at 29 So there will definitely be some more value down here. You can, we, We're going to build a Kershaw-Verlander lineup. I can see it coming. Outfield, Harper, absolutely. Well, double dunk Sunday. 
Homer, you have three straight up bats with homers. I'll do the full BVP later, but let me give you this one real quick. This one, it stood out big time. Bryce Harper, 17 for 37 lifetime off Julio Tejeron, 459 average, three doubles, 17 RBIs, seven home runs. Seven. Seven home runs. And he's playing at SunTrust tonight. So Bryce Harper, 5300 bucks. Might have to pay for that if you can. Springer at 52. Trout at 52. I like both of them a lot. Trout just does gets overlooked over and over again. Reese Hoskins at 49. Hot, hot start to the year. Suspendus against Lively. Not bad at all. That weather just scares the crap out of me in New York. It's going to be wet. Wind blowing in. I might just fade all bats in that game, period. But uh, we'll see how that turns out. When you're looking at the Mets, lefty's 369, righty's 316 off Lively. So Suspendus could be an interesting play. Christian Yellick at 48, don't mind that at all. Adam Eaton has started out the year absolutely in fuego, named National League Player of the Week yesterday. He's 4700 bucks versus Adam or versus Julio Tejeron. He's in play. Chris Davis, 4600 versus Cole Hamels is a very solid look. So definitely options as expected. Locaine's on fire. He's 4200 So on and so forth. Marcelo Zuna, reverse splits for Anderson at 4K, like that quite a bit. He slide down, got like Colt Calhoun at thirty nine hundred bucks, always overlooked. Avisel Garcia versus the lefty, thirty eight hundred bucks. Jose Martinez at thirty eight. Joey Gallo at thirty eight. Both solid plays. Ender and Ciarte leading off versus AJ Cole at thirty seven. Like that a lot. Well overlooked in that one. Mentioned Marwin Gonzalez at thirty six. That's too cheap. Tommy Pham at thirty five is criminally cheap. He should be forty five. Tommy Pham is very very good. He's playing very very well. Thirty five hundred bucks for Tommy Pham is just dumb, 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 dumb. Um, the farther down you look, it's a lot as as believe. Odubel Herrera, thirty four, do like that if that game plays. Uh, Josh Reddick, he was hitting towards the top of the order, thirty three hundred bucks for first right. Absolutely love that as a value with upside. Uh, Nomar Mazzara at thirty three, he's got some decent upside in that matchup versus Graveman. The farther down we go, Grichik's not bad. Jose Perella, if he's hitting in the middle of that Padres order versus the lefty Freeland at thirty two hundred bucks. I do like that quite a bit. That's an interesting play there for some value. Same with Matty Margot leading off at 31 versus Freeland. There's a couple nice Padres there you could uh, pick on. Don't mind that for some value. Derek Fisher playing really well. I, I keep telling you that reverse stack, you put him at the bottom with uh, Springer and company. He's 3K, and he's playing really, really well. Another great matchup versus right tonight, so keep an eye on Fisher. Uh, Bradley Zimmer, 3K, had a nice night last night, so he's in play if you want to go that way. Steven Piscotty cracks the lineup. He's hit lefties very well in his career. He's only $3,000. So if you're playing, looking for that home run GPP bat for cheap, Steven Piscotty at 3K. I mentioned Pender at 29 earlier as an option as well. And then you have to check lineups. There will be some more that show up. There's a ton of value on this lane, especially if you're thinking around $35, $36, $37 guys and under. Tons and tons of value. Recapping your pitching on your nine-game slate. Up top, Verlander Kershaw. In the middle goes Godley, J.A. Happ, Freeland, Marco Gonzalez. Down below, Garrett Richards, Jack Flaherty, Tyson Ross. Uh, Stacking-wise, the Astros, that's an easy one. Lefties 392, righties 328 versus right. Uh, you got Toronto Blue Jays versus Miguel Gonzalez. Yeah, I'm not as big a fan of that, but Bruku versus Flaherty. Lefties hit at 448 off him, so keep that in mind. For your day slate, Cubs, that's an easy one. Nats versus Teheran, yep, yep, Bryce Harper. That one. 
Uh, Braves lefties versus Cole. I like that quite a bit. Remember the uh, reverse splits on Chase Anderson. Giants versus Marco Gonzalez. Lefties 360, righties 402. I told you that could be an interesting little stack option there. Let's look at your BVP on this day of action, and we will take you home. Uh, remember, Royals, Tigers, not on anything. As we go, uh, Brett Gardner, 12 for 45. It's only a 267 average, but a decent sample size. Two doubles, two triples, and a homer off of Chris Archer. Uh, it wasn't a ton of BVP that really stood out sample size-wise on this slate. Like started Castro, 5 for 19 with a double. It's a 263 average versus Chris Sale if you want to be a little different. Billy Hamilton, 7 for 19 off Lester. It's a 368 average. A double, two home runs, six stolen bases. Told you I liked him. There's a reason. Same with Jose Peraza, 9 for 20. A double, a triple. It's a 450 average, three stolen bases. You can run all day on Lester. Eugenio Suarez hit 296, 8 for 27, three doubles, two homers. Votto's hitting 273 with a triple, a homer, and three doubles. Lots to like with the Reds against Johnny Lester. Wilson Contreras versus Cody Reed, four for six with a double and two homers. Chris Bryant, four for five with a double and a homer. Anthony Rizzo, two for six, two homers. Addison Russell, two for six with a homer. Albert Almora Jr. is taking him deep as well. Yeah, uh, we pretty much hit on all of that. Uh, the farther down you look on the BVP scale of things, uh, Mikel Franco, who I don't want to recommend anybody, he was 3 for 8 with two homers lifetime off Matt Harvey. I mentioned Bryce Harper's insane numbers versus Tehran. Um, the farther down we look, like Yadi Molina, 5 for 15 with a double off of Chase Anderson. Small sample, but Paul DeYoung, 2 for 6 with a homer off Chase. So. I do like him at that price tag we talked about. Uh, Manny Machado, 7 for 24, double, triple, homer, 292 average versus Verlander. Tim Beckham's 3 for 3 with a homer. Uh, so something to keep an eye on there. Chris Owings, 5 for 20, two doubles and a triple versus Kershaw. That's 250 average. No one's really lit the world on fire there. Matt Kemp, 3 for 9 with a double and a homer off Godley. Not crazy. Mike Trout, 5 for 9, two doubles, a triple and a homer off Tomlin. Zach Kozart, 8 for 17, two doubles, a triple and a homer. Mentioned how hot he's gotten off to the year. Good success too. Edwin Encarnacion had an inside the park home run last night. Garrett Richards, 5 for 12, double, two homers. Uh, Chad Pender, 4 for 4, two doubles, two homers off of Cole Hamels. That's not bad for $3,000 or $2,900. Chris Davis, 4 for 12, three homers off of Cole Hamels. Luke Roy's taking him deep as well, 6 for 15. It's a 400 average. Since you choose, got two homers off Graveman. Will Myers, 3 for 5 with a double off of Freeland. That's about all that's going on in that one. Blackman, 5 for 18 with a double on a homer, 278 clip versus Tyson Ross. Well, there you have it, folks. Your MLB DFS Quick Hits. Tuesday, April 3rd edition. Thanks for checking us out. We're on Twitter at thesportsdgens, thesportsdgens.com. Remember, check me on Twitter at BDNTrip with any questions you have. Uh, I'll answer them the best I can. If not, hit up the Sports DGen Slack chat with your questions. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It'll help us grow the product and make it bigger and better. Tons of Masters coverage coming out on the Sports DGens. The Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast is out. We'll have picks, previews, much more coming up this week as usual. Uh, Bench with Bubba, episode 84, we dropped last night with Brant Chesser of Baseball HQ, talking about a lot of hot and cold starts of the week. Tons going on at the Sports Degens. Got the UFC coming up this weekend and much, much more. So check it all out. Playdraft.com, promo code SD Sports, first deposit, free entry in a tournament. Check that out. 
More importantly, thanks for listening. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits Tuesday, April 3rd edition. I'm out.